Welcome to the Wood Podcast, the lo-fi skateboard podcast where we talk about where we're from, what we ride, and why we still skate. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> we're down here at Brushy Creek Skate Park. Early in the morning, this is the Wood Podcast, where we interview a lot of locals. No hype, no pros, just stoke, just skateboarding, and people who love it, and why they love it, and what they ride, stuff like that. Anyway, I'm here with Brad Jackson, and Brad Jackson is pretty much a fixture here at Brushy Creek Skate Park, and he hangs, he hangs out with a lot of us in the Foundry crew. Um, thanks, Brad, for, for uh, letting me ask you a few questions. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, uh, uh, first of all, I guess we'll get started. What do you, why, why, why Brushy? Why do you come here every morning? Well, it is probably the, the best park, you know, closest to me. It's about five miles away. All and, right. uh, you know, I live in Leander, um, and really blessed there because there's literally about three skate parks, probably all within no more than like a 10 minute drive either direction. Right. So I couldn't ask for more than that. Um, especially moving there, like, you know, 20 plus years ago. So, uh, but yeah, I like to come to Brushy, um, because it's probably the biggest and has the most space, most variety with the bowls and, uh, the park section. So if you get, you know, eight to 10 people here, it doesn't feel too crowded, like some of the smaller parks. Um, but yeah, that's, that's probably why I like coming up here the most. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I see you up here every time I come here. I don't come up here that often, but, uh, I want to ask a little bit about, um, way back in the day, what, what got you into skateboarding? What was your first board and you know, what, what really brought you in? Yeah. Well, uh, so I grew up, um, I, I was originally from uh, Indiana and we moved to Mississippi and when I was about five and that was a big, you know, change, obviously. Um, it was still, it was still the late seventies at that point. Um, and it was interesting because that's pretty much where I got my first taste of discrimination. Um, we moved there and my dad is trying to build this shed cause he has all this, you know, garden equipment like riding mower or whatever. And I remember my parents talking about how nobody will help them. And, you know, I asked like, how come nobody will help? And they're like, cause we're Yankees. And I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, the years later learning about all that stuff and, you know, wow, people still hold on to this. Right. So I always, so, you know, from then on, like I really made it a point to kind of, you know, be open to anything and everything, um, especially uh, anything that was, you know, a little bit counterculture or anything like that. Right. So now we're in the mid eighties and, uh, you know, we've got things like thrashing and uh, things like that. You know, skateboarding is riding one of those waves and uh, it's really popular. And um, we always had like a banana board around. I still have it. I'm, I'm really happy. Your I still have banana it. Board? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like this orange banana board. It's nice. Like X72 or something is uh, kind of on the top of it. Um, but um, that was that was the first thing. Right. And that right there is pretty much like a, an ankle breaker, you know, concussion tool. <laughs> like you step on that, you're slipping out pretty easily. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but road rash. Yeah, exactly. And what's funny, um, growing up in Mississippi, you know, um, I, I had, uh, we had a paved road by our house, uh, but no paved driveway or anything like that. Like on a kid, blacktop. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that it was, it was just like, they put down tar and then dumped a bunch of gravel. Like you could not <laughs> skate on it. it. Even with like 
T-bones or whatever. Um, but skated on the carport a lot. And um, I guess my first board was a uh, Nash uh, Nightmare. Nash, Probably okay. like a lot of people, right? Uh, well, the Executioner was the popular one. But. <laughs> executioner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the dragon on the skulls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I had, so I had the Nightmare. Okay. It had like a, um, like a ripsaw design in the grip tape. And it had I, some sort of ripoff, like Jason Voorhees yes, on yeah. the bottom. I remember that. Um, but it was funny because I had not seen actual skateboarding. And I'm living in Mississippi, right? I already feel so isolated. And I'm doing things like taking my board, running and jumping on it in the air by the nose, by the tail, by the rail. I think I'm inventing tricks because I've never seen skateboarding. And uh, it's so funny because I'm writing this stuff down uh, like, yeah, if you grab it by the nose and take two steps and jump on it, it's called a blank. And I still have that notebook at home. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever show anybody because it's so freaking embarrassing. But um, the material. Right yeah. There. Yeah. But I, I literally thought I was inventing skateboarding. Like, wow, nobody's ever done this stuff. I got to name it and all this stuff, you know. But anyway, um, yeah, I was quickly humbled by getting my first thrasher and uh, seeing, you know, skateboarding uh, on TV and movies and all that. And uh, it was cool, though, because, you know, um, getting my friends into skateboarding and to me, that right there is, is really just, you know, such a lifeblood is when you can get your friends into it and you have that group of friends, you know, and that's what you guys do and relate to and push each other. And, you know, one guy's progressing faster, one guy's struggling and you're helping each other. Um, that was awesome. That was awesome times. Um, first pro board, though, I guess, was a it was a vision gator. That was my um, next question. Yeah. 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 No, that was a huge difference, man. I remember um, at that point they had paid the roads pretty proper. Yeah. And so we, you know, we always skated the road and bombed this hill by my house uh, with these. I, I pick out this vision gator totally out of like California cheapskates and thrasher that one of those ads, right? I had no idea that gator was even a person. I just liked the graphics. And, um, I remember, man, like none of us could stand on that board and bomb the hill anymore because we're, we're on actual like GMN bearings. Right. And and really great urethane wheels, the soy rockets. Oh, the soy rockets. Yeah. Nice. What uh, type of trucks? Indy. Indy trucks. Indy. Yeah. Indy for life. Except, yeah, Indy for life. OK. <laughs> I, had, I, I strayed a little bit here and there, um, but always, always back to Indy. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a rad setup and really our first taste of like, oh, OK, this is what a pro board feels like. And so, you know, from that point on, it was like a summer of doing every chore we could find and helping each other. We helped, you know, our first friend get a uh, Chris Miller uh, nice. with the dog, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that, that board. I love Chris Miller as a person, all his boards. Yes. <laughs> well, and what's funny. Um, so, you know, like I said, we, we didn't have much skate media or exposure. You know, nobody else in town was really skateboarding. Um, and we were watching um, ESPN. And this skateboard contest came on called, uh, they called it like the, the Vision Rock and Roll Jam. Um, I think it maybe is under a different name, but it was this vert contest in Irvine, right? And it was all the vert pros, Chris Miller, Tony, Christian, uh, Jeff Phillips won. That was the contest he won, um, allegedly, allegedly under the influence. Okay. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Under LSD. Yeah. 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 But it was funny because, um, you know, it was just funny how my friends and I, we all sort of gravitated to one pro or another, right? I, me, me and my friend Johnny, I remember like we both gravitated towards Christian. We, we thought he was the coolest, biggest airs, 
biggest style, the right? Christ air. Yeah. The rocket air. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then uh, one friend gravitated towards Chris Miller, right? Um, another friend gravitated towards like Billy Ruff and another towards Mike McGill. You know, just it was it's just interesting because uh, later on watching them skate, like, okay, I kind of see that, you know, kind of had like a, like the Billy Ruff guy had a kind of like a boxy style or whatever. And the McGill guy, um, I don't know. It was just weird how they almost like, you know, how a dog might pick out its owner. Mm-hmm. Um, in, you know, they, they kind of skated almost like the, the pro they picked out, just not it's on like purpose or whatever. Superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. It was interesting though. No one picked Tony. <laughs> no one picked Tony. Um, we all thought he was kind of too stiff, you know, just, but I mean, he of course was rad. I think he did a 720 in that contest. But um, no, I seeing Jeff Phillips though, man, um, that right there, you know, I, I secretly like wanted to kind of switch teams. Oh. Um, but my friend had a Christian Asoi, and we were always just like, yeah, Team Asoi, skate tough, you know, all that stuff. Did you take your shirt off and tuck no, it in the back no, of your no. shorts? Never have a flap. <laughs> never did that. Never did that. Never had hair extensions or uh, wore any lycra. But um, no, it was it was it was cool, you know. Um, but yeah, so Vision Gator, yeah, first pro board, saw him skate in the contest, seemed kind of like a jerk even then. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, uh, you know, so I moved on to other boards. Uh, I wrote a lot of Jeff Kendall's uh, just because he was from Indiana too. Um, I liked him and his Santa Cruz video parts were always, you know, pretty entertaining, dropping in on the pile of horse manure yeah. to, <laughs> you know, being a great all around skater, you know, street invert and all that. I really like that. I really like the ATVs. Uh, like Kendall, Omar Hassan, mm-hmm. Cardiel, like any of those guys that you take them anywhere and they can rip. Okay. So if you had to pick your top three to five skaters that you not necessarily influenced by that you like the best, what would they be? Yeah. So, um, well, I guess it kind of spans over all those generations, right? Um, when I think about that question, I think about who do I pretty much actively seek out to watch footage of, right? And that would be Heath Kirchhardt, um, primarily street, although he did 360 the mega. Okay. Yeah, you know, so that was impressive. Uh, but Heath, Heath Kirchhardt, just because he's such a beast and uh, takes the gnarliest slams, not scared of anything. I mean, anything. Mm-hmm. The dude has like paddle boated um, from San Diego to Mexico. I mean, he rode his bike across the US just him and another dude unassisted. Yeah. I mean, just like gnarly kind of life hammers. Right. Uh, so Heath Kirchhart, um, second would be, uh, this not really well known, uh, but he was pro, uh, Mike Yusufer rode for Santa Cruz, had a couple boards out, but that dude was so freaking gnarly, man. He was, um, kind of like the first gnarly dude skating vert, you, you know, not wearing a helmet, which I know is not admirable, but, you know, it was kind of punk because the dude did overhead high in the airs to fakie and had he, he's got the raddest half cab I've ever seen. Whenever I do half cabs, I'm always like trying to picture him in my mind because <laughs> it's just a total like like hip pivot is all it is. You know, there's really no shoulders in it, no arms flailing, just straight up fakie back down and it's all on his hips. And it's just like, man, that's how you do a, mm-hmm. a half cab like you watch Grosso when mm-hmm. you want to know how to do a rock and roll. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Mike goes for, and then, uh, I guess third, um, probably Jeff Phillips. Okay. Uh, you know, that, uh, contest run and his attitude and then watching, seeing him in later videos, um, 
you know, famous quote in, I think speed freaks was, you know, if I'm not having fun, I'll quit or whatever, you know? And it was just like, that's what it's all about. You know, especially me and my friends, you know, we're all like, you know, we knew we were never going to get sponsored, but we didn't even care about that anyway, or even trying to, it was just all about having fun. And there were sessions, you know, when if we weren't having fun, somebody was throwing their board or just having a bad day. Like we made sure to support that dude, you know, like, Hey, Let's go get a snow cone or, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that's still that day, you know, just, yeah, let's make sure we're having fun, man. That's the key. And if we're not having fun, let's kind of shift gears, you know, get our heads straight and uh, try it again, you know, some other time. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed you're wearing an autumn skate collective shirt. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, so autumn skate collective is, uh, is it's an influence by, um, an, another similar group that was going on here for years called Extol. And you can still see their stickers around every now and then um, up at Benbrook and other parks. But uh, that was uh, run by these um, two guys or three uh, that influenced me a lot when I was really picking skating back up um, here in Texas, uh, Lyle, Kyle and Johnny. And, um, you know, I would just uh, be where those guys were unintentionally and see them, you know, like picking up trash, um, you know, trying to stoke the homies, um, giving stuff away as far as like, oh, hey, I see your board's all chipped up. You know, um, I've got an extra board in my car. Do you want it? And I just thought that was the raddest thing. Like, man, yeah, that's what it's all about. I've just never really seen that in person. Um, so, you know, when that uh, kind of um, you know, went to the wayside. Um, I wanted to keep something going. And so autumn, uh, was that my answer to that, um, you know, nothing's for sale ever. And, uh, a lot of the locals here, um, you know, do a, a rad job of giving me their old boards, new boards. I've got, you know, a couple of boards still in shrink, um, trucks, wheels, everything, right. Pads. And, um, that way I keep them in my trunk. And if any of us ever see a, anybody in need, they're like, Hey, Brad, um, this kid needs this or that, you know, uh, go see that guy, you know, and I go over there, open my trunk and like, yeah, what do you need, man? Might need some trucks, might need some, you know, a deck, uh, grip tape, whatever. Um, I've got shirts, you know, just like whatever people need helmets. Um, so it's rad, you know, we just try to keep the kids rolling and, uh, all of that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what it's about. You know, just, I guess, you know, a mission statement might just be, you know, serving your community right mm -hmm. and uh because i we never i never had anything like this like these parks here nah, uh, growing nah. up you know um so anything i can do to help keep those going and help you know kind of keep the city happy where maybe they're in a meeting they're like should we build another park over here or should we expand this or whatever and i want the city workers to be like yeah you know uh they, the skaters keep the park pretty clean whatever mm -hmm. low maintenance um because especially compared to like soccer and football fields you know there's hardly any trash there and uh, I don't know if somebody else is picking that stuff up or if pe people just pick up after themselves better. But, you know, I don't want it to be a nuisance or uh, a hindrance. Um, so, you know, that's a lot of why I do what I do. That's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, we were all basically street rats, ditch rats growing up. It was frowned upon. We'd get beat up, picked on for being skateboarders. Absolutely. And yeah. kids nowadays, it's kind of mainstream. Um, we have all these parks everywhere because people like us have grown up and now we're petitioning city council. So what would you tell kids nowadays who have all this stuff? Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. What would you tell a kid who wants to you know, get into skateboarding? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, you know, 
definitely do it because you want to have fun and don't worry about, you know, getting sponsored or, you know, winning Olympic gold, you know, at least not in the beginning. Um, but yeah, have fun, get your friends into it, push each other. Um, it's, it's so rad now because of things like YouTube. It's, it's so crazy. Cause if you want to know how to do like say a kickflip, there's gotta be a million videos oh, yeah. on how to do a kickflip, you know? And I remember growing up, I mean, and you probably remember this too, you know, um, looking in a magazine and be like, how did he, how, how did he get up there? Or, mm. you know, what, what's going on here? It looks like he's flipping the board or turning the board some way in the air. Um, I just remember seeing that stuff. And then you had to use your imagination pretty much, you know, if you weren't in California or mm. around like rad skaters um, to figure out, you know, how do you get upside down or how do you know, whatever. So, you know, it was pretty funny though. Um, trying to, trying to do that, like maybe he went this way and then kicked his foot that way, you know? So, but yeah, it was, um, for any kid, you know, wanting to, to get into it, just, just have fun and, um, you know, don't, don't stress about it and just realize that it's supposed to be a fun sport. And, you know, it's also, um, based on your ability at your pace, not like a team sport, you know, where you're really depending on other people or they're depending on you. You know, this is something that you can push yourself and also feel that personal satisfaction. I remember still to this day, like really, you know, like learning stuff like 180 ollies or just kind of those intermediate, you know, next step tricks. Um, and that feeling of like, wow, that was me. You know, it wasn't like seven other guys that we all had to do 180 ollies or whatever, you know. Um, but, you know, that was just that was based on your individual, like the time and work that you put into it. And that was a that's such a rad feeling. I still, you know, I still love that feeling to this day. You know, I'm almost 50 and I love learning new tricks, um, you know, just really trying to you know chase that feeling uh, so this teamwork versus individualism do you think that's kind of a, a generational divide now that's happening because skateboarders are keep trying something over and over again until they get it right right <laughs> versus relying on the team yeah 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 i i i think um you know in large part it it's been like that for a long time um i mean at least the, that's the way it was you know growing up in mississippi trying to figure out skateboarding not knowing what i was doing unless you know, I saw Police Academy Four yeah. or Thrashing or something like that, and you know, just like, like, wow, how did they? You know, oh, okay, that's how they do it. That you bend down and you grab the board at this point and all this stuff, right? So that was pretty eye opening. Um, but you know, I think, um, you know, just like anything, I guess, um, physical, um, trying it over and over till you kind of unlock it. Yeah. And then you land it, right? That's a good feeling. And then figuring out, okay, how do I do this consistently? You know, so I, that's to me, I don't know, just the raddest feeling. Well, you seem to prefer street skating more than bowls and that. Is that still? Uh, well, I mean, I, I you mostly skating. Yeah, street. I, I'll tell you why. Um, I mean, I love it all. I, I've, I've definitely spent some time in some bowls. Um, but the way that I'm thinking about it is I'm trying to pace myself. Like I said, I'm almost 50. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, my philosophy is I'm trying to do this street stuff while I can, because <laughs> I, I know <laughs> like that's not, I'm not gonna be able to do that. Or at least at this level, you know, like at 55 or whatever. Right. So I'm just trying to do that while I can, I figure like the bowls will, will be there. All right. And you know, I can pad up and skate some bowls and it's not as hopefully uh, as destructive to my body, you know, not going to be doing any, you know, eight foot airs or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's, that's why I'm just, I'm just trying to do what I can while I can. Right on. 
Okay. Um, I guess the last little tidbit here, uh, thanks a lot for agreeing yeah. to do this anyway. Oh man, thank you. Yeah. Um, so what would you leave with, you know, words of wisdom to uh, other people? Man, don't go, don't, don't come to me for that. I, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I still just go back to, you know, just have fun um, and, you know, be supportive. Yeah. You know, like I said, is at a, at a super early age, one of my first memories was that memory of, you know, discrimination and everything. Yeah. And I know as skateboarders, we sure, well, we, we used to face that a lot. Like you said, you know, I remember that, especially in, you know, in the South with the yeah. rednecks and everything. Um, but, you know, be supportive, um, you know, be um, just open and, you know, welcome one another um, and have fun. Thank <laughs> you.